Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato, and this is Preview Day at the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts, and this week, Formula One braces for its second of six sprint weekends around the short 10-corner blast of the Red Bull Ring. The sprint format is freshly revised for 2023. The entire round now features just one practice session on Friday before qualifying later that day for Sunday's Grand Prix, while Saturday is carved out as a sprint-only day with its own qualifying session. It puts a lot of emphasis on teams getting their sums right on Friday, and the forecast suggests rain could intervene to upend plans. It probably won't bother Red Bull Racing too much, at least not Max Verstappen. Sergio Perez remains under pressure to put together a clean weekend and reverse his form slump. On the one-year anniversary of Ferrari's last victory, the team is feeling increasingly confident it's starting to unravel the worst of its car problems, though a controversial series of tests in recent weeks have left some teams unhappy about the method of getting there. And Lewis Hamilton has raised the ire of Max Verstappen over his support for a rule change that could prevent Red Bull Racing from breaking away at the front of the field in future seasons. It's shaping up to be a fascinating weekend, and for all that and more, let's check in on the Spielberg Paddock and your hosts, Julianne Serasoli. F1 is in Austria, Red Bull's home for the race number nine this season, and it's not an ordinary one. It's a spring weekend. Hi everyone, Julian Serrazoli here to share with you everything that is happening at the track in Spielberg. If you already forgot about the changes which were made this year, this will be the second time F1 will test the new sprint format. Effectively, they separated the Grand Prix with its own qualifying on Friday and the sprint quality and the sprint race happening on Saturday. It's pretty much hands-on weekend with only one free practice to prepare the cars. Do you want even more action? Well, it can rain tomorrow and almost certainly it will rain on Saturday. So everyone is preparing for a tricky sprint. The favorites are still Red Bull, even though their rivals are bringing package after package to improve their cars every race. This time is Ferrari, but we're gonna talk about them later on. Red Bull had a big poster in front of their motorhome celebrating the 100th win, a milestone they reached a bit less than two weeks ago in Canada. But Sergio Perez wasn't here in the paddock to celebrate, or at least he wasn't here today. The Mexicans started to feel unwell yesterday evening and decided to skip the media day in order to prepare for Friday. And Red Bull are very confident that he will be fit to the free practice and quality tomorrow. Maybe it was a good way to avoid the same questions about his current form or about his future. Although Helmut Marko said once again that he is not having a great moment, as we all know, but uh, the Mexican has the full support of the team and the team wants him to stay for next year. 
By the way, next year, he still has a contract anyway. And the paddock wasn't really a great place to be this Thursday if you weren't feeling at your best. It was super hot in the paddock, not a single cloud in the sky, over 25 degrees, but it felt a lot more in the sun. Maybe the quote of the day was Max Verstappen's. When told about Lewis Hamilton's comment on the 2024 car development starting in August for most of the teams, the Dutchman wasn't surprised. He said something like, I don't remember hearing this kind of complaint when he was winning titles. That's how F1 is. What Max means is that when you build an advantage like Red Bull or like Mercedes had in the past, it's normal that you start thinking about the next car earlier, which helps you to make that advantage get even bigger. Meanwhile, if you're catching up, like Mercedes are right now, you have more things to understand. And even when you are making progress, like we're seeing from Mercedes, from Red Bull and from Ferrari, that doesn't mean the gap will close once the season arrives, because the others are learning a lot more than you. Talking about making progress, Ferrari have used their last filming day of the year to make a back-to-back -back comparison between the car which started the season and the last upgrade, which consists of a new nose, new front wing, new floor, and some minor changes in the side pods. It's another step in the same direction Ferrari started to go for in the Spanish Grand Prix update, something that seems to have worked well, despite Charles Leclerc being a bit suspicious about it still. Today, here in Austria, he was asked about tire wear. So if Ferrari has solved the problem that they've been having since the start of the year, he thinks Canada was a good sign, but he reminded us consistency is still lacking or consistency was the big problem since the start of the year. So we do need more races to see what happens. Speaking of Ferrari, the whole thing of using the Pirelli test they did after Spain to optimize the setup and then using the filming day to test new parts in the beginning of this week has not gone well with some rivals. The tire tests are blind, so we don't know what kind of tire you are using and you shouldn't be able to extract performance out of it. And using the filming day for a new part is something that other teams do sometimes, but Ferrari ended up with more tests because they ran the car for the first time as a demo test during the car presentation. We watched that live on YouTube. Remember, that was a very clever move, by the way, using all the opportunities that the regulations give to put the car, the new car, at the track. But Ferrari is not the most upgraded car this weekend. That prize, let's say, goes to McLaren. They had a very big package being prepared for Silverstone, but were able to finish some parts for Austria. And these new parts will only be in Lando's car this weekend. Remember, Lando always does really well here in Austria, so let's watch out for him. On the other hand, having an upgrade with only one practice session and a tricky sprint weekend weather-wise, it's a big risk by McLaren. They must really believe this upgrade is good. Williams took a risk, a bit smaller, but still a risk, when they did the same thing with Alex Albon last race in Canada. Remember, they decided to bring in new parts only for his car instead of making more spare parts and left Montreal with a P7. Albon is still buzzing about that. He said there was a huge party at the team's headquarters in Grove because 
for them P7 is like a win. And he said that result and that upgrade, which now will be in Logan Sargent's car, makes them feel that everything is possible. So let's see. Another really happy man today was Esteban Ocon. He's super excited about Alpine's new Hollywood investors, which will be putting 200 million euros in the team. And he is excited also about this weekend because he did really well here last year. So that's another driver to watch for for this weekend. There's one last driver with a spring in his step uh, for another reason. There was Yuki Tsunoda, who became the first driver to beat Verstappen this year. Well, I have to confess I don't follow Max's sim races. Maybe he has been beaten online, but I mean racing in real life. Of course, it was a joke Red Bull did with some mega trucks, as they called them. But when asked what was the secret for beating Max, he just said, just drive normally. You see, it's very easy. So Red Bull maybe should give him Checo's car for one race just to check his theory. What do you think? Well, speaking of Max, around the circuit, the atmosphere is starting to build up. Even in the morning, on Thursday morning, there was that very specific Austrian Grand Prix traffic. Camper vans, RVs, most of them with a Netherlands license plate already arriving at the many camping sites around the circuit. And some got here so early that they were partying and drinking beer, enjoying the sun that won't be here for the rest of the weekend. And also beer won't be allowed in the circuit this year after the complaints about the horrible behavior, especially towards women in 2022 by some of the fans. So let's hope that measure helps to make the event a nicer weekend for everyone. In the paddock, there were some beers this Thursday, but the biggest queue was for the ice cream. I had to try all flavors because it was too hot today. As always here, there was some traditional Austrian music being played, cheese, salami, ham. I'm not sure all of this was Austrian, but it was all good. Now I'm heading to the second half of this summer party atmosphere here. Mercedes are doing their annual barbecue for the press on the top floor of their motorhome. And it's always a great opportunity to catch up with everyone, hear the news, make some gossip as well. You might think, why are they doing this in Austria, in Red Bull's home? Well, this wasn't the initial plan. They had announced this barbecue for Imola, but of course they canceled it even before the race was called off due to the weather. And I just remember that last year it was canceled as well. They started the event, we were in Italy, in Monza, a great evening, but it soon became clear we would have the announcement of Queen Elizabeth's passing. So they decided to call it off for obvious reasons. It's officially a German team, but both factories for engine and for the car are based in England. So I'll let you know tomorrow if everything went according to plan this time. And remember, tomorrow we already have action with the qualifying for the race. Bye-bye. Thanks very much to Julianne down there in the Red Bull Ring paddock and making the most, appropriately, of the ice cream facilities. Make sure you don't miss an update from the Austrian Grand Prix paddock by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. And while you're there, check out the new Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. 
You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Julianne on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle, or padel as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!